The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Hi, I'm trustee and associate pastor Edmonds Broad Sr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We would like to welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade Telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XTTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. And from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. And from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY TV Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world, with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon, a landmark in Cleve for over 90 years in our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A. B. Lockbaum on August 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn, Sr., in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints, wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. 
To start off today's telecast, the church choir under the direction of Amelia Hahn will sing the song to lift your spirits during this holiday season entitled, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. They'll be ably accompanied by Edith Matsuki on the piano and Pohaku Korda on the organ. Long ago, our Lord and Savior came down to earth as a babe in Bethlehem, bringing hope where only sadness had been. He is the light of the world and the reason we celebrate Christmas. Please join in singing with the choir as you see the words flashed on your television screen. The church band under the direction of head pastor Billy Hahn Jr. will play the song Christmas. The words to this popular song pinpoints the true meaning of Christmas and the reason why we celebrate this special day. C is for the Christ child. H for herald angels in the night. R is our redeemer. I means Israel. S is for the star that shone so bright. T is for three wise men, they who traveled far. M is for the manger where he lay, A is for all he stands for, and S means shepherds came.
Christy Hahn will now use her God-given talent to sing to the Lord and give him all the praise and glory with the song, Worship the King. During her background music will be head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr. on the piano, Associate Pastor Marvin Bing on the bass, Iris Locke on the drums, and Mason Asano Sr. and yours truly on guitar. Yes, viewers, we invite you to come and worship the King with us at our worship services. The Lord is speaking to your heart to accept him as your personal Savior, Master, and Lord. For today is the day of salvation, if you will, but hear his voice.
The church choir will now sing the moving song entitled Emmanuel with Little Town. Our Lord Emmanuel is a wonderful Lord and worthy to be praised. As we commit all our burdens, cares, and woes into his loving hands, he will always make a way of escape through our tests and trials. For with the Lord on our side, Satan is a defeated foe, and there is only victory ahead to those who will stand and go all the way with the Lord. Oh, my God. 
Sally Spotcalf will share her God-given talents playing the uplifting song on her flute entitled Christ is Christmas. What is Christmas all about? <clears throat> is it about love, peace, and joy? The answer is a resounding yes, because Christmas is all about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He is the Prince of Peace, Mighty God, and the Holy One of Israel and the world. Associate Pastor Marvin and Cheryl in Abing will now blend their voices to the old-time favorite Christmas song entitled, It Came Upon the Midnight Clear. Today we will share the gospel of the kingdom of God with you. The gospel is the good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptized with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. At this time it is with great pleasure to dedicate this beautiful song to Mrs. Kimberly Gomes of Hilo, Hawaii. We pray the Lord will continue to bless and strengthen you all the days of your life. Have a wonderful Sunday.
Greetings in the sweet name of Jesus. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, and I would like to repeat our television time, stations, and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPST channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ TV Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho and Wyoming from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGPY TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. From 6 to 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, vis visit our website on Jesus Coming Soon. And now concerning our scheduled gospel services here in the home state of Hawaii, services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kaimaki Branch Church located at 1361 Pololo Avenue, gospel services are held Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castaneri Sr. in Kanakakai Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. L. Verio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloy in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Bologo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotobato, Mindanao, Philippines. 
you are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I'd like to return our program back to Associate Pastor Trustee Edwin Sprode Sr., who will bring forth his Spirit-directed and Spirit-inspired sermon. Edwin? Thank you, Melvin. It is our prayer in Christ Jesus that every man, woman, and child will come to Him in full repentance to accept His plan of salvation that is given full and free. And in doing so, everyone who obeys the commandments of Jesus Christ will be truly blessed spiritually, materially, physically, and financially. On the other hand, anyone who rejects the Lord Jesus Christ shall be devoured by the sword and will thereby reap a tragic end result, end result in, heaven, in hell below. Excuse me. Hence, please take heed and choose Jesus Christ to receive His promised blessing of eternal life in heaven above. And please be advised that Jesus Christ has the power to save the soul from sin and death, the power to heal mankind both spiritually and physically, and the power to take us to live on high with Him in heaven. At this time, let us join in the reading of today's sermon topic entitled, Jesus Christ, the Coming Messiah. Let us also be encouraged to seek the Lord Jesus Christ above all else, and we will thereby come to accept Him as our Messiah, Savior, Master, and Lord. Nearly 750 years before the birth of Jesus Christ, a remarkable prophecy was given concerning the birth of the Messiah. Not only did the Bible accurately foretell the time and conditions of His birth in a lowly manger, it foretold His character as well. Isaiah 9:6 pronounced this, pronounced this prophecy, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon His shoulder, and His name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Jesus Christ, the coming Messiah, is also prophesied in the book of Haggai 2, verses 6 and 7, as the desire of all nations, it reads, For thus saith the Lord of hosts, Yet once it is a little while, and I will shake the heavens and the earth and the seas and the dry land, and I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come, and I will fill this house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. Let us now turn back to the, the pages of time, approximately 1,900 years, to review the life of Jesus Christ as He walked upon this earth. We find Jesus Christ sitting alone on an ancient well during a hot and humid day, being wearied from His journey. Coming to the well to draw water is a poor woman of Samaria who does not realize that sitting before her is the Messiah, Jesus Christ. He offers her living water, describes the degraded life that she was living, and extends the opportunity for her and all mankind to inherit eternal life. Let us listen in to their conversation. In John 4, 14 and 15 it reads, But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. The woman saith unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. After Jesus Christ revealed himself unto her, she left her water pot and ran into the city saying, Come, 
See a man which told me all things that I ever did. Is this not the Christ? John 4, 25 and 26 further denotes the woman's conversation with Jesus Christ. It reads, The woman saith unto him, I know the Messiah's coming, which is called Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. Jesus saith unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. Jesus Christ in Acts 10, 35 relates God's invitation to every man, woman, and child, but in every nation, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. Jesus Christ also identified himself as the Messiah in John 11, 21 to 27, 32 to 35, and 43 to 44 to two sisters named Martha and Mary. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. Jesus saith unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? Then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping and the Jews also weeping which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled and said, Where have they laid him? They said unto him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. And when he had thus spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus saith unto them, Loose him and let him go. Jesus Christ raised Lazarus from the dead and reminded his sister Martha, saying, And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? Men, women, and children down through the centuries have come to know Jesus Christ as the Messiah described by the prophet Isaiah. And they have come to learn that he has the authority to pardon our transgressions and to make us white as snow. He sanctifies our soul and by his blood he cleanses us from all our sins. He brings us through affliction. He is with us in temptation. He prospers and protects us from all evil, harm, and danger. And his bountiful blessings ever flow to those who love him. There is not a single blessing which we receive on earth today that does not come from Jesus Christ in heaven above, the source of our new birth. Hence, Jesus Christ, the second Adam, was born to give us second birth, which is our second Second birth, which is our spiritual birth. Mankind cannot bring about this new birth by his or her own efforts. And neither can a baby bring about his or her own conception and physical birth. Rebirth is God's miracle of the spiritual life preached by Jesus Christ in his plan of salvation. The Lord Jesus Christ, God himself, preached the gospel of the kingdom of God and presented his plan of salvation to every man, woman, and child born upon the earth. He is the one and only God 
who prove that he is the promised Messiah by his words of truth and his works of faith. Today, many very noble and upright people believe their good life will earn them a home in heaven. However, that is not so based upon the conversation between Jesus Christ and Nicodemus. In John 3, 3, it reads, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Hence, Jesus Christ gives every man, woman, and child this commandment in John 3, 5 that reads, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. In John 3, verses 6 and 7, Jesus Christ further concludes, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. To be born of water means that we must be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ. And to be born of the spirit means that every man, woman, and child must speak in God's unknown tongue as the only Bible evidence to confirm the infilling of God's Holy Spirit. And being born of water and of the Spirit are essential steps to receive God's plan of salvation. Hence we read in Mark 16, 16, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. The Apostle Peter, also filled with God's Holy Spirit, preached to the Jews in Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost in Acts 2, verses 36 to 37, it reads, Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus, whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Peter's answer to their question is found in Acts 2.38 that reads, Then Peter said unto them, Repent! and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Peter gave the greatest altar call of all time, and 3,000 souls accepted, and were baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ, as documented in Acts 2.41. It reads, Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Acts 4.12 adds this spiritual confirmation of the saving power vested in the name of Jesus Christ. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And in Luke 24:47 and 48, we also read the words of Jesus Christ saying, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. And ye are witnesses of these things. Hence the prophet Isaiah prophesied in Isaiah 43, 11, I, even I, am the Lord, and besides me there is no Savior. Therefore, if every man, woman, and child does not accept the spiritual birth of Jesus Christ, they will not be included in God's spiritual family. This spiritual topic of the coming Messiah 
and Jesus Christ as our anointed Savior and Lord has been the subject of mankind's conversation over the past 2,000 years. Hence, the following questions have then been posed. First, who is the Messiah? Second, how can we know the Messiah? And third, when will the Messiah come? There are many prophecies in God's Word, the Bible, which point to God's anointed Savior with many clues and signs which positively identify Him as the Lord Jesus Christ. One clue concerning His birth in Bethlehem was foretold by Micah the prophet in Micah 5.2. But thou, Bethlehem Ephrata, thou, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, Yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me, that is to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from old, from everlasting. The wise men from the east came to Herod, seeking the birthplace of the Messiah. Jesus Christ and the scribes pointed to this prophecy, saying it would be in Bethlehem. Although the scribes knew the prophecy, they themselves did not obediently give their hearts unto the Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the prophets spoke. And let me further point out that there were two Bethlehems, one in Judah and the other in Zebulon. The Spirit of God, through the prophets, 70 years before the birth of Jesus Christ, revealed the exact Bethlehem in which he would be born to ensure that there would be no misunderstanding both the Jew and the Aramaic names were used. Bethlehem and Ephrata, which both mean house of bread. Both the deity and humanity of Jesus Christ are clearly described and as a man, he was born as a baby in Bethlehem. And as the almighty God himself, he was from old, from everlasting. Others may ask, where was the son all this time? John 1.18 responds, No man hath seen God at any time, the only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father. He hath declared Him. The prophet Isaiah in chapter 7, verses 14 and 15 prophesied, Therefore the Lord Himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call His name Emmanuel. Butter and honey shall He eat, that He may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. The Hebrew term translated as virgin occurs many times in the Old Testament, meaning an unmarried woman, chaste, pure, and untouched. Therefore, Isaiah's prophecy of the virgin birth of the Messiah was literally fulfilled when Jesus Christ was born in Bethlehem. And the name Emmanuel, meaning God with us, signifies that when Jesus Christ was born, God became flesh in the person of Jesus Christ, and dwelt among us. Isaiah therefore foretold the virgin birth of Jesus Christ and proclaimed his spiritual deity. The Apostle Paul also defines the mystery of godliness. In 1 Timothy 3.16 it says, And without controversy great is the mystery of God. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. Some today may still be asking this question, when will the Messiah come? The answer is Jesus Christ, the Messiah, has already come and gone to heaven 
Over 2,000 years ago, Jesus Christ, God himself, was born in a manger at Bethlehem of a virgin mother named Mary. He was of the seed of Abraham from the tribe of Judah and of the house of David. As the Messiah and Savior of all mankind, he performed many wonder-working miracles. The blind received their sight, the lame walked, the lepers were cleansed, the deaf heard, and the dead were raised back to life. The nation of Israel was looking for a Messiah to come as a conquering militarist in great splendor. Instead, Jesus Christ, our Messiah, came in lowly grace as our Messiah. He was born in a manger because there was no room for him at the inn. Hence, the question remains today, do we have any room for Jesus Christ in our hearts today? It is my prayer, dear television viewers, that you will answer, yes, Lord, please come into my heart. Since the time of his birth, Jesus Christ has been despised and rejected of men. John 1, 10 through 11 adds this exhortation. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. Jesus Christ, our Messiah, died on the cross of Calvary for your sins, for my sins, and for the sins of the whole world. He made the perfect sacrifice once and for all, because without the shedding of blood, there could be no remission of sins. Hence, Jesus Christ is the true Passover lamb who taketh away the sins of the world. Please note that the greatest sin in the world today is unbelief in Christ Jesus. Therefore, John 16, 9 denotes of sin because they believe not on me. The children of Israel could not enter into the promised land or enter into his rest because of their unbelief. Today, Jesus Christ, our Messiah, and the Almighty God stands before every man, woman, and child with his arms outstretched, calling one and all to accept his plan of salvation. God's word, the Bible also declares, had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. One day soon, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, will return in clouds of glory to catch up his waiting bride of Christ, the church. Hence, those who accept Jesus Christ today as their personal Savior, Master, and Lord will rule and reign with him forever. Won't you, dear television viewers, reach out and accept Jesus Christ, our Messiah, who is the King of kings and Lord of lords? And please be advised that the greatest miracle and most precious gift any man, woman, and child can receive today is the salvation of his or her soul. Hence, the salvation of our soul must be our highest priority in this life because it will determine whether we will inherit eternal life in heaven above or eternal damnation in hell beneath. So please choose life, ye dearly beloved souls, in Christ Jesus. Let us also remember that the healing of our body is second to the salvation of our souls because there is much joy in heaven when one sinner repents and is saved versus 99 just persons who need no repentance. And today is the day of salvation if you will but hear his voice. Many great nights are mentioned in the Bible, some being laden with tragedy and others being bright with hope. It was a great night when God sent his death angel into Egypt. Yet it was tragic night for the Egyptians because the firstborn in every home was slain. Then too, it was a bright night of hope and salvation for the Israelites because they were kept safe behind the blood of the lamb, which was without blemish. And today, we too are saved by the blood of Jesus Christ, our Messiah and sacrificial lamb who died on the cross of Calvary for you and for me. It was a great night when Jacob slept beneath the stars and dreamed of a ladder reaching up into heaven with angels ascending and descending the ladder. But the greatest and grandest night of all was when Jesus Christ, our Messiah, was born. 
He was born to be our Savior, born to die for our sins, born to save us from sin, born that we might have rebirth, and born to take us home to heaven with him. When the heavenly host of angels sang, Glory to God in the highest, they announced the birth of Jesus Christ, the Son of Man, who was born into this world. It truly was a night of nights, and a night which has meant more than any other night ever before. Galatians 4.4 provides God's timeline for the birth of Jesus Christ. But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent his Son, made of a woman, made under the law. In the manger was the baby Jesus, the seed of the woman. Man had nothing to do with his birth, as prophesied in Jeremiah 31, 22. How long wilt thou go about, O thou backsliding daughter? For the Lord hath created a new thing in the earth. A woman shall compass a man. In other words, a woman would bypass a man and would bring forth a child of the Holy Ghost, being not of human parentage. This was truly God's miracle performed to confirm the spiritual lineage of Jesus Christ, our Messiah. Matthew 11, 1 through 6 concludes today's sermon. And it came to pass when Jesus Christ had made an end of commanding the 12 disciples, he departed thence to teach and to preach in their cities. Now when John had heard in the prison work the works of Christ, he sent two disciples and said unto them, Art thou he that come, or do we look for another? Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and show John again these things which ye do hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. Hence, Jesus Christ, our soon coming Messiah, stands ready to call us up, his waiting bride, the church, saying, Come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you would like to know more about God's word, the church, and review these telecast presentations in their entirety, Please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Till our next telecast, this is your host, trustee and associate pastor Edwin H. Sprout Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hall of his hands. Our church band will conclude today's telecast with their rendition of a medley of songs entitled Away in a Manger and Angels We Have Heard on High.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.